everyone, welcome back to another episode of Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast. I'm John. I'm Ollie. And today we are going to be doing some scheduling things. Ollie, you want to go over our topics? Yeah, so as he said, we're going to do some scheduling stuff, talking about how we're going to do podcasts, when we're going to do them, and who's going to be in them. And then we're going to talk about NBA free agency, and if we have some time, possibly some MLB uh, stuff. Yep. So, why don't you go over our scheduling first? Okay, so... Okay, he meant to say oh, ske- my schedule and more. So, we're going to try to get as many podcasts up as we can. Since this is summer and we all have stuff to do, we're ca- obviously kind of busy. You do? Well, me and Alan do at least. Uh, but, yes. well, kind So, we're going to try to get as many up as we can. But I'm going to say, for me, I'm not going to be in... I'm hoping John and Alan will get as many done as they can, but I will not be in them starting this Thursday until, like, mid-August. So I just wanted to warn you guys about that because I'm away for, like, 20, 28, 29 days at camp and Cooperstown for my baseball team. So I will not be in them. Don't think I'm not in the podcast anymore. I am. I'm just not going to be there in that span of time. Mm-hmm. So you want to take a quick break? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this short ad. Did you know that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast? They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. And we're back. John, let's start us off with free agency talks. What do you think so far? There's a lot of stuff that's happened. So. Yeah, this has been one of the craziest free agencies I've seen in my life. And that's I, I been think a very long time. Definitely been the craziest free agency I've seen in my life. I mean, if you think about it, I like what free agency's been doing to the league now especially with the trades, because now if you think about it, there's no team with four or more superstars. I mean, you have Katie and Kyrie to the Nets, and DeAndre Jordan, Katie's going to be out. You have Steph and Draymond and D'Angelo. And And Clay, but he's not playing until later in the season. Right, so I think it's very even. I like it that way, because now you don't really know who's going to win. You think the Clippers are going to win. You think the Warriors are going to win, but you don't really know. Yeah, like we knew the Warriors were going to win when they first got KD. But we can't tell now. I mean, it seems like free agency this year has really evened the league out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Last year, it's like, oh, the Warriors are making it to the finals, and if don't if no injuries happen, they're going to win the finals without a doubt. Like, it's not even going to be a competition. But this year, we really can't tell. I mean, the Nets, they're really good, but KD's out all year. So you can't expect them to be a contender this year. So really, well, I mean, they do have Kyrie. They still have Kyrie. Andre. I'm, I'm not Joe saying they're Harris, not going to be good, but Jared Allen. They have uh, so many options. I'm not saying they're not going to be good. I'm saying that you can't expect them to be an amazing, amazing team this year. I but do. in the West, it's it's going to be very competitive. The Lakers with AD and LeBron and others, the Clippers with uh, Kawhi, Paul George, and a bunch of very other good role players. The Warriors, obviously, the Warriors with. Steph, D'Angelo, and Draymond with uh, with Clay obviously coming back at some point. Right. So you really can't tell. What I'm really interested to see this season is who's going to take over the East. Obviously, the Nets are the favorite, but 
if some team can step up, I don't know who that team could be yet, right. but if some team can make a trade and step up, that can be the surprising factor. I mean, the Raptors still have, yeah, the sti- they right. have Siakam, they have Lowry still, Van They're Vliet. still a very good team, but we still can't tell what they're going to be, because their whole team is not Kawhi, so we can't tell what they're going to be until the season starts. So you can't really say they can be the team. Right, as weird as the Pistons are, too. They have the fifth words odds to win the finals. They still have a shot. Yeah, they do. As crazy as that sounds, I mean, I don't know how people feel about the Westbrook trade, but if that goes through, that definitely puts us into contention. Right, but No matter how bad of a team player Westbrook is, it definitely puts us into contention. Now, about our Westbrook deal, who do you think might be involved in that sort of deal? In my opinion, it will be at least three, two or three first-round picks. It will be Tony Snell, Luke Kennard, and Bruce Brown, and possibly Reggie. Yes, because... I don't think they're going to want to give up Blake or Andre. I think they should give up Reggie because... I think Reggie would make sense to give up in that trade. Yeah, they would not They would start Westbrook and then maybe move... I think Reggie's better at the one, so he's Definitely. not going to move to a two. Right, so and he can be the leader the, the of that second bench. string. D-Rose is the main bench person. Right. So, getting him now, so. And I don't think you want Derrick Rose on your third string. You don't. He He's can, too good to be on third string. Right, so that's when a trade for Reggie can come into play. And and trading for Westbrook is the perfect time to do it. Get unload Reggie, unload some picks, unload other things, and you get Russell Westbrook. But do I think this is a good move for the Pistons? But this money is going to take yeah, a lot. The I money mean. is definitely an issue, and... Westbrook still not being able to win with superstars, I think, is an issue. Also, what I think is an issue is people have seen Westbrook is not a player who, like, in my opinion, he's a stat pattern, meaning, like, uh, he steals rebounds. He steals rebounds, exactly. So he's going to expect Drummond, the best rebounder in the league, to get out of the way to get a rebound so he can get a rebound for a triple-double. Well, Drummond's not going to do that. Drummond's going to elbow him. So I don't know if the chemistry part there is going to work. Plus... Uh, Russell and Griffin, they're going to be fighting for who's the number one option, who's the leader, who's the best player. You just These are kind of things that you can't know until, one, the trade happens, and two, the season Look, starts. Right. <laughs> you just can't tell Dwayne how the locker room's going to be. Yeah, Dwayne Casey's a really good coach. I'm sure he'll help them figure it out. Right, but, but we still would, can't know. Right. It, still, the, it might be fine at practice and all that, but like... But Westbrook to the Heat is another option. I think that's to the join most Jimmy Butler. I think that's the most likely to happen, considering that Jimmy is there. They got rid of Whiteside, and so they have they got rid of Dragic. So it's really up to Jimmy Butler. He could use to some help. To recruit Westbrook. Right. He could use some help. To recruit the team to get Westbrook. But also, that might be a locker room issue, too. That's my, that's my only concern with that. Again, same thing with Drummond and Blake and those people. One, that might be who's going to be the main player. There's, there can only be one superstar, and I'm going to be that superstar. Well, the other thing is Jimmy reasons. Butler's never fit well with the team before. He's always complained. Right? And Westbrook, I mean, he's not a complainer, but no one ever likes playing with him. So that doesn't seem like a good pairing, does it? Not really, not really. Because Jimmy Butler's been bad, and every team he's gone to, the Bulls, the Timberwolves, the Sixers, he hasn't like liked them like them. And Russell Westbrook has never been a liked player by other teammates. Right. Kevin Durant, Paul George. Well, Paul George liked him, but left. Right. <laughs> James, James Harden. Harden. 
Kevin Durant, why do you think all those people left? Because they didn't like playing with us or Westbrook. So. Or because they just weren't getting anywhere because Westbrook decided to stat pad in the, in the playoffs. Instead of playing for his team. Right. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to move on to Ari. Um... If you're listening to this, you obviously love podcasts, and you probably like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode, download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are, Easily share what you're listening to with your friends via Spotify's integration system with social platforms like Instagram. Just search for Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast on the Spotify app or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. And follow me so you never miss an episode of Before the Buzzer. Spotify is the world's leading music streaming service, and it can now be your go-to for podcasts, too. And we're back. Now we're going to start talking about the home run derby. And Pretty sure that we both have the same opinion. Who's gonna win? Vlad has to be. Really? I mean, he can hit for power, even though that's like the entire derby. But he's just good enough where he can adjust whoever's pitching to him, even if they don't throw him a good pitch. He can adjust to himself. Yeah, I think he. Even though he's the 18, I think that it's taking some time to him get used to the MLB pitching, all that kind of stuff. He doesn't have to have many homeless this season, but everyone knows he's got pop. I don't know if any of you guys have seen the video, but he's had there was this video where the someone was throwing in pitches and he was just hitting home runs way, way gone right. just easily. He was I just taking like half swings and killing it. You're right. He I got him as my farthest hit because he can when he hits it and he gets it good, it's going far. Very far. And I think Matt Chapman, sadly, has no chance against this guy. I mean, Matt Chapman's good and all, but, like, I don't know. No chance against Vlad. No chance. Right. I mean, and if and I had the high percentage chance that Vlad wins, he's going to go up against Jock Peterson, in my opinion, who's facing Alex Bregman. And Jock okay. has raw power. I mean, he's mostly hitting in that leadoff hole for the Dodgers, who have the be- who have the best record in baseball. And I just really think that Jock Peterson can go yard. He can put up a good fight against Vladdy, but I got Vladdy going all the way. I agree. I think Vlad was going to sweep Jetman. I think Peterson Blegman will be close. I think Peterson's got this one, though. He's got more power, in my opinion. It's just more of a 
dead pile hitter. Blackman's like an all-around really good hitter. I mean, yeah, he has got a lot of power, but he's a very good hitter all-around. And Peterson's He's just not, not the home good. run derby material. Right, and Peterson's not as good of a hitter, but he is a home run derby material. Well, you're not that great of a hitter. But, like, you got pop, and that's all you need when you're playing in the home run derby. Right. What are, so, the so I, Josh Bell Acuna, the 360, I got a Bell going in. I mean, Acuna, he's a stud and all. He's so good. Except, I think Josh Bell, he's just got a big frame. He's built for the home run derby. I kind of compare him to Frank Thomas. I mean, he's not as big as Frank, but he has he's very powerful. I think he has the most extra base hits in the majors as of right now. And he's just a tater. I mean, I don't know how you can bet against this guy going I, up against. I agree with some of it and disagree with others. I definitely, I do think he will win. I mean, not the tournament. I think he'll win this on Vita Cunha. I think it will be close. I don't think he's built like Frank Thomas. I think he's very powerful, very powerful guy, very good hitter. I think that it's going to be a close match, though. Cunha's very good, very, very good player. Very good hitter, very good home run hitter. It just depends who get. in my opinion, this one depends, it's who gets hot. Because, like, both of, these, both of these guys are very, very good when they're just, like, normal. But if one of them gets hot and they're the other one hot. doesn't, that's, that's who wins, in my opinion. Right. I think Josh Bell will be the first one to get hot, but... What do you think about the Okay, now let's Alonzo go to 2-7 seed. Alonzo or Santana. Alonzo, no no doubt. He has so much power, it's ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I'm going with Alonzo too, but I think Carlos Santana. I mean, I wouldn't rule him out. This is his home field after all. That's true, that's true. I'll give you that. that that's definitely one of his advantages. He I just think no one can beat porch. Alonzo. It's short. And he can reach that easy. He'll put up a fight. I, I think he'll put up a small fight, up. but I think Alonzo's gonna end up beating him pretty bad. I mean, this co- I mean, this guy is just so good, so powerful. He is a really good hitter, but he is—he's the kind of player who's just built for a home run derby. He's that guy who's like a good hitter, but he's just got dead power. Right. He is uh, currently at thirty home runs, which is—is is he actually? Mm-hmm. He just did it. He just won yesterday. Is that the most home runs in the league? No, I think Yellow. Pretty sure Yellow has more. How much? A lot. So, are we done with MLB right now? No, we're gonna keep talking about the home run derby. Second, so in the second round, based on our opinion so far, it's supposed to be Vlad versus Peterson. Who we got? Vlad. I got him going all the way. I got. I got Vlad too. Cause I don't know. Like we, Peterson is that kind of player. For uh, home run derby, if you know what I'm saying, but uh, I don't know. Vlad's just so so powerful, such a home run derby hitter. I just think there's no stopping him. What do you think about that? Well, I think that personally, Vlad is just that derby guy. He's gonna go all the way. I don't think he's gonna lose to Matt Chapman. I don't think he's gonna lose to Jock Peterson. Do I think he's going to win it all? Yes. Do I think he has a 100% chance to do it? No. There's so many other guys that can go deep better than him in this competition. He's the youngest, He's so he doesn't have the experience of the MLB. I wouldn't have put him in the Derby his first year. I mean, it's good for the fans to see, but it's not really good for him, considering he's not the best. He's not even the best Blue Jay. So I would be trying to be the best about a Blue Jay? Justin Smoke. Yeah, I just agree with that, but... Okay. 
Look right now, Justice Knight might be better, but this is rookie year. I can't really judge him yet. It's, he's like halfway through his rookie year. Well, yeah, he's hitting like 250. He's halfway through his rookie year. Exactly, he's hitting 250. I, I want his average to be higher before you try to mess up his swing in the derby. Okay, I agree with that. Here's my opinion. I think Vlad, I also think Vlad's going all the way. I think Jack can put up a fight, but again, like I said for the other one, I think it comes down to who gets hot first. Homeland Derby's all about, like... Yeah, you saw what Bryce Harper did last year. You saw what Schwarber did. Yeah, uh, Homeland Derby's all about getting hot. If you're, You might be the most powerful guy in the world and have, like, a 105% chance to win and still lose when someone you're facing doesn't even have that much power but hits, a, right. hits like, three or four in a go and just gets pumped up, and then he just right. starts clinking. Right. Like, if Vlad hits, like, one, misses one, hits one, misses one, the whole derby, then I don't think he's going to win. But... If he just if he goes on streaks where he's just smoking the ball, I don't think anyone's stopping him the whole derby. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jack's that kind of guy because he's a very shaky hitter. Well, I mean, he's an up and down, but he is exactly. a, he's a, like a Babe Ruth. He's a hit or miss guy. I mean, if he's going to hit a home run, if he's trying to hit a home run, he's going to miss it or he's going to go yard. These are coming like 70 right down the middle. So he's ready. He knows it's coming, where is it's coming, what the speed is, is going to be. So I think Jock has a great shot. Do I think he's going to beat out Vlad? No. And this other round, is, in our opinions, will be Bell versus Alonzo. And so Josh Bell, I think Alonzo's got this one. Right. Alonzo's just a really powerful guy. Very, very powerful. Very unstoppable. Right. Very, very, very. Another guy who can definitely get hot. And once he gets hot, there was absolutely no stopping him. There was no way to stop him. Right. And Josh Bell, I don't know if he's that guy. That guy will get hot. He's definitely going to homer a good amount. But I don't know if he's that guy who's going to get hot. Right. So that's all we have for the uh, baseball right now? No, we got it. We didn't even say who we, what about the finals. We said Vlad. I know, but it will be Lonzo versus Vlad. What do you think about that matchup? You think Lonzo's got any chance? Yes. I think he's got a pretty good chance. Even I do think Vlad will win, but Lonzo really good. Very, very good. I just hope Vlad doesn't try to put it, like, show the crowd or play it too far into the seats. Just take a good, take a big solid swing, and that thing's going to go into the seats every time. Well, not every time. Sure most about of the that. time. Yeah, I meant you don't have to take, like, try to hit the ball like 500 feet on a pitch. Isn't that the point of the derby? The point of the derby is a home run. I hit the ball 500 feet. But if you hit it 500 feet, that's going to help your odds to win. How so? You want to hit it. Because you get your bonus time. If he goes 500, if you go like 450 more than three times, I think it is, you get bonus time. So you want to tater it. You want to get as far as you can because you want more time. It's true. It's true. No, no. I'm going to go. Aha. I'm correct. (laughs) It's only in the summer. I can't get it right in school, but I can always get it right on the summer. I'm going to go with Vlad on this one. Okay, that'll wrap up our baseball segment. We'll be right back after this quick ad. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of those questions is very simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now... 
Anchor can match you with a great sponsor who want to advertise who would want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor because it just really helps me boost what I want to do, which is podcast and get my word about sports out. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. And we're back. Okay, I'm just, I want to read the home run leaderboards really fast, like the top five, and then we're going to wrap up this podcast. So leading the home leading the MLB in home runs this year is Christian Yelich with thirty one. Tied for second is Cody Bellinger and Peter Alonzo with thirty, like John said. I'm always right because I'm <laughs> just that good. Fourth is Mike Trout with twenty eight. And fifth is Josh Bell with uh twenty eight. With twenty seven. Okay. Uh when it comes let's do hits. Hit. Well, it doesn't really matter how many. Well, I think Wilton Merrifield's on top. He has a lot of hits. Um, uh, Whit Merrifield leads down will be in hits with uh, 117. Yeah, Number two is DJ LeMayhew with 113. Number three is Rafael Devers with 112. Number four is uh, Jorge Polanco with 111. Number five is Freddie Friedman with 110. For doubles. Leading, lead, yeah, I'm gonna guess Josh Bell too. Leading the MLB in doubles is Bell. Josh Bell with 30. Second is Alexander Bogo to 29. Ooh, third, I mean, tied for second is the Tiger, Nicholas Castellanos is 29. I thought he was doing terrible this year. I did too. He has 29 doubles this year. That surprises too me. Too bad he doesn't have that many RBIs because no one else can get on base. <laughs> Chris Bryant. Fourth is Chris Bryant with 28. And fifth is Freddie Friedman, Whitmiller Field, Lafayette Devos with all that's, 25. That's, that's a lot of uh, people in one count in one spot. Yes, for triples. We're just doing, this is like stat checks right now. For triples, leading the league is Mondesi. For the Royals. Adalberto Berto. Mondesi with nine. Second is tied with Charlie Blackman and Whit Merrifield. They're both fast. Charlie yeah. Blackman's slowing down, but he's still fast. Yeah. <laughs> and then with six is Escobar. Es- Eduardo Escobar of the D-backs. Think he's a third baseman now? He uh, switches spots sure. sometimes. Tie- also tied for fourth is Kev- uh, Kevin Kielmeyer. Six. Okay, let's go RBIs now. Leading the league in RBIs is who would you guess, John? Yelich. Nope. Bellinger. Nope. Josh Bell. Yep. Yay. Leading the league in RBIs with eighty-four is Josh Bell. In the rolling out the competition, because number two is Cody Bellinger with seventy-one. <laughs> Third is Freddie Friedman with sixty-eight. Also, Peter Ronjo is that many. Fourth is Escobar again. I mean fifth. No, I mean fifth. A bunch of people tied. Escobar, Mike Trout, Nolan Arenado, and Christian Yelich, all are 67. 
Yeah. Let's go stolen bases. I gotta go either Troy Turner or Billy Hamilton or something like that. Or Merrifield. Number one is Mondesi with twenty-eight. He's speedy. Number uh, two Billy is Malik Smith. Billy Hamilton with twenty-three. Right. Number three is Jared Dyson with twenty. Joe got my bad. These so, people yes. would feel so bad when they hear you saying their names wrong. <laughs> Jolan Dyson with 20. Number four is a tie between Elvis Andrews with 19 and Christian Yelich with 19. Yelich has 19 stolen bases? He does. I did not know that. I did not either. <laughs> Here's a final hut. See who leads the league in strikeouts. Pitching or hitting? Pitching. I mean hitting. Hitting. Oh we'll do pitching next. I bet you there's some Tigers in that top. It three. has to be. Number one is Santana. Domingo. Santana, not Carlos. I mean, he has some power. Right. Number two is Jorge Soler. What? No, not Blanco. Soler. Jorge Soler. Also tied with him is Javier Baez. Uh, Bryce Harper, number four. Number four is Bryce Harper. And number five is a tie between Will Myers, Brandon Lowe, and Brandon Lowe. Lau. Lau. They feel so bad when they hear the names <coughs> Okay, now we're going to do average, and then we're going to go to some pitching. Leading the league's average is Jeff, Jeff McNeil. Oh, yeah, he's a beast. Hitting almost 350. Second. A lot of at-bats. DJ LeMahieu hitting 336. Tied with Cody Bellinger hitting 336. That's impressive, saying he's leading in the leagues in homos and second in the average. That's, that's good. Fourth is Troy Blackman with hit, hitting 330. Fifth is Christian Yelich hitting 329. Also impressive, saying how many home runs he has. Now let's go to pitching. Oh, pitching's like my favorite. Who do you think wins first? Who do you think we believe in wins? Hinge and Ryu. Lance Lynn with what? 11. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and the second one is just a surprising. Lucas. I don't know how to say that. Julio. Right. That's Lucas not a surprise. Julia. He's been dealing this year. It's true, Clearly, but on the White Sox. On the White Sox? Yeah, yeah. he's dealing. He's dealing, but I'm expecting to have 11 wins. I'm team that's not that really good. Hey, you don't expect Lance Lynn to even have five wins. Oh, me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Third is Zach Greinke with 10. Beast. T- also tied with him is Justin Verlander and Charlie Morton. Also beast. Yeah, very beast. Oh, wow, a lot of people with 10 wins. <laughs> also, Steven Strasburg, Jake... Oh, I don't know. Odorizzi. Jake uh hint. Uh, obviously, like you said, uh, Leo. Leo. Oh. What? Uh, also, so also tied Marco Gonzalez, Domingo Herman, and Brandon Woodruff. That's a lot of people that went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a fun one. See who leads the league in losses, like most and least. There's Tigers here. There has to be Tigers here. With Aaron the Sanchez. most losses is Aaron Sanchez, and then 
Second is Dylan Bundy. Well, he's an Oreo, so you have to yeah. be really good at doing that. And Trevor Lachos. Mm-hmm. And then fourth is... Ulysse Jessin. And Drew Pomeran. Yes. Also, he Miles... He's not good at saying names. He forgets my name all the time. No, I don't. I know. Miles... <laughs> Michaelis. Michaelis. Strowman. Marcus Strowman. David Hess. And Brad Keller. Oh, and Tyler Mahat. What? Never mind. Okay, let's see who has the least amount of losses. So, someone's actually good. <laughs> and to qualify in this, you need at least at least three wins. Ah. So, um. Yes, I did. Did I say Jeff Mathis? Okay. I don't know if this is leading the league, but Charlie Morton has 10 wins and 2 losses. That's a good record. Mm-hmm. Lee Yu has 10 wins and 2 losses. Um, yeah, that's up. Oh, Mike Saloka has 9 wins and 1 loss. Yeah, he's been a beast this year. He's been really good. Brandon, uh, Wook, Wookman, <laughs> Wookman, has an eight wins and one loss. Okay, next, let's go to win percentage. Who's leading the league in win percentage? I don't know. Someone good at baseball. Probably Lucas. Carl, that guy on my baseball team? No. <laughs> Lucas, what a, a last, I don't know. Oh, no, it's Waka Pula, who's 8-1. and one, Who's 8-1. and one. And then number two is Charlie Morton with 10-2. And Liu, 10-2. And, and then number three is Illinois with 8-2. and two. Okay. Next, let's go to complete games. Hmm, who can be leading on this one? Zach Eflin's probably somewhere on that list. Number one is Mike Miner. Tied also Lucas. Giolito. <laughs> okay, yeah, this Zach. episode is getting long, so we'd like to thank you for listening to Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast. As always, you make sure you donate to listener support and do whatever else you can to help us. Send us voice messages if you have any questions. Follow us on Twitter at SportsGuyJohn or Before the Buzzer Sports Podcast. Make sure you follow our partner, Josh Rodriguez or the Dom Josh Rodriguez. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.